winning doesn't always mean being first. Winning means being better than before. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome or welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, Refreshing the Idiotic. It's your girl Hannah as your host today, and today's episode is all about schizophrenia. That's world intro music. question for this week's episode is who's your favorite writer so i know that not everybody likes to read i'm just a huge bookworm i always have been and i probably always will be so if you don't have one you can let me know who your favorite like screenwriter is or anything somebody who creates fan fiction mine would have to be jk rowling because her story to me is so inspiring so she always knew she wanted to be a writer which is quite similar to me like i've always kind of known she used to write little short stories for her younger sister as i used to write them for my little cousin i still do sometimes not always but yeah before harry potter even became a thing she was diagnosed with depression she was in an abusive relationship she was homeless for a little bit she was kind of stuck trying to feed her and her her two-year-old daughter and she was kind of stuck but she still managed to pull through And then on top of that, when she actually got into the writing industry, she was often told that she had to go by a male name so that people would want to do book deals with her. And then Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone got denied a whopping 12 times, and she still kept faith for it. I love that story. It's so inspiring to me. So for today's episode, like I just mentioned, we're doing schizophrenia. So I'll be talking about definition, symptoms, types, media examples, and then treatments. Definition. So it's a brain and behavioral disorder that affects how you think, act, and feel, making it sometimes harder to see the difference between reality and fantasy, troublemaking decisions, and maybe seeing or hearing voices. I know that when, when people think schizophrenia, that's the first thing that they think of. As for symptoms, symptoms are usually seen between the ages of 16 and 30 for people that have schizophrenia, but it can always differ and change. So the symptoms in everybody varies, but there's three main branches of symptoms you usually fall into, and then these three symptoms are translated into the different types, which there are five of. So the first one is positive symptoms. These ones are hallucinations, delusions, or like inner voices slash psychosis, like when you're hearing things or if you are seeing anything the next group is negative symptoms so this one is the loss of like functioning or motivation you have lost your expression and then can also be seen as laziness or depression because people don't fully grasp what's going on the third and final type of symptoms is cognitive symptoms so these are the people that have problems with paying attention or your memory span the people that have this type of symptoms usually have the hardest time living like a quote-unquote normal life let's get into the five main types of schizophrenia so there is a couple more but these ones are like the main overarching branches of schizophrenia so these are the ones that i'm mentioning the first one is paranoid schizophrenia this used to be the only type and it's also still the most common it's the one that we think of mostly where like oh somebody has schizophrenia you automatically decide to think that they're like seeing things or hearing voices this is kind of where that comes from this is the one with the positive symptoms so delusions hallucinations trouble concentrating and maybe possibly delayed speech The next one is 
disorganized schizophrenia. So this one has the words may say disorganized speech and behavior. There is also the flat effect, which is when you're completely like a monotone. You, you don't really have or you don't really display those emotions when you feel them if you were to feel them. So your voice is dull and lifeless. You have trouble understanding other people's emotions trouble speaking and doing like other regular day activities your thoughts may be all over the place so it'll be hard to think of coherent thoughts the third type is undifferentiated schizophrenia so this one is the one where you're seeing like a mixture of different types of schizophrenia so this one has both negative and positive symptoms it's a mixture of paranoia and disorganized schizophrenia the fourth type is residual schizophrenia so it's basically somebody who was diagnosed maybe like a couple years ago or is diagnosed very very late so they have the symptoms but they're less severe now often with this one i know it's a mixture of both but the more negative signs like to shine through so that flat effect delayed speech poor hygiene and psychomotor difficulties which are like skills like hand-eye coordination like playing around throwing balls driving typing etc and the fifth type is catonic schizophrenia which happens because of other psychiatric conditions like bipolar disorder so maybe you're mimicking other people's behaviors not seeing anything or spur like behaviors so it's a condition where you're like only responding to pain so you don't respond when somebody's talking to you but you'll respond like if you get hurt somewhere and then that's basically it so the rest of the time you're monotone or you have the flat effect as i mentioned earlier and those were the five different types of schizophrenia next thing i wanted to get into was media i have two media examples so the first media example i have is mona vanderwall from pretty little liars as i can tell this hasn't been like an exact thing that i was able to find i found that she does have a form of schizophrenia i just couldn't find out which one it is and through my research if i had to pick a type of schizophrenia that i thought she had i would say it's undifferentiated schizophrenia so the third type this one shows signs of both of the different types so paranoia and disorganized so my reasoning behind this is that she does show both types like if you've watched the show before then you've seen that she does have like the towards other people like she'll think that she's seeing somebody who's not alive or she'll be talking to somebody who's not actually in the room but then again she also has like a very flat line effect when her friend kind of i guess frenemy hannah Marin comes in to stop and visit her in Bradley Sanitarium. So like she'll like completely just like space out. She won't talk to anybody or like she won't talk. She, like, it'll be like she's looking through a wall and she's not actually there. The second media example I have is the 2017 movie Feed. It's about the two twins, Olivia and Matthew, who were in a car accident the day before their senior year arrived. Basically, there's a mixture of very heavily anorexia eating disorder and schizophrenia so what happens is they're driving either to or from a, a party a back to school party they get into a car accident and matthew unfortunately passes away so the movie follows olivia as she battles through not being able to eat because she's having all of these hallucinations of her brother who's 
making it harder for her to eat because she can't eat knowing that he can't eat. So a couple facts. Did you know that one in five people that have that have any type of schizophrenia will start to feel better within the first five years of their first symptom? I think like you can't actually cure it, but just knowing that it's manageable and it'll lessen over time is a huge help. The quicker you seek help, the better your chance is to stay well or get better, quote unquote. And then the last thing that I could say is like, don't focus on the stigma around it because it might not be true. I have an episode later on coming about ADHD that I just did with a guest. It, it'll come out in about a month. But again, like with that disorder, there's so much stigma around it. And you'll see that it happens often. There's so much stigma around mental illnesses that you don't really have to have because they're not actually true and they're just misconceptions. As for treatments... I think the first thing you can do is learn facts about the illness so you're actually learning true things about it. The first step that you might be taking is listening to this episode and I think that's a huge great first step. And then see where it goes from here. Maybe look at the research that I've linked in the description and see where you go. Learn about the disorder so you're not confusing it with the misconceptions. Another thing is you can seek support from family or your peers. Just don't isolate yourself. Make sure you're talking to people. Build a strong connection with your doctor and or therapist because some people don't have that connection. And so when you do need help, it's kind of hard to get it because your doctor or therapist doesn't really understand you because you've been so reserved for so long. The last thing is building habits and structures. So it'll be focusing on your diet, activeness, any patterns that you might have, any healthy habits you might have, such as meditation or writing, like I've mentioned in previous episodes. I think that just about wraps up today's episode. We talked about what schizophrenia is, the different types, symptoms, media examples, treatments, and a couple extra facts. I really hope you guys learned something new today and the question of the episode again for anybody who does want to answer it is who is your favorite writer whether it be a book or a script writer. This is also my first episode away from Anchor so unfortunately you can't leave a voice message but I do officially have a new email and it's refreshingly dot idiotic at gmail.com so feel free to reach out to me and a website is also in the works so it'll definitely start to get easier within the next coming few weeks don't forget to subscribe share rate five stars only pretty please with a cherry on top bye guys (laughs) 